Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Happy Monday, everyone! Welcome to Kwentuwang Pilipina, a podcast and community that aims to be a safe space for us to converse with different Filipinos around the globe for their inspiring kwentos. I am your Sunshine Cleo, the founder of Hiraya Pilipina, and your host here at Kwentuhang Pilipina. Before we start this episode, I just want to say that Ariza's Cuento is one of those stories that really deserves to be heard. And that is why our team is so grateful to let you hear her story and be inspired by her big heart. Ariza Nokum is the co-founder and president of a non-government organization called Chris. She was raised in a multi-faith household. Her mother is a Muslim. And her father is a Catholic. Boom, mind blown. It's a unique story, right? But did you know that this background has then inspired her to start her own non-profit organization, which is CRIS, that stands for Cristiano Islam, as it advocates for peace through education. I know you guys are already thrilled to hear this pintuhan, so without further ado, Here is my conversation with Ariza. Okay, so once again, Ariza, welcome to Kwentuwang Pilipina. We usually start our episodes with the little icebreaker. So, okay. are you ready with playing Never Have I Ever? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. Sige, sige. Let's do it. Yes. Okay, first, Never Have I Ever Thought that being a leader was not a suited role for me. Mm. Yeah, I think I I think I felt that. Mm-hmm. So so an- wait lang, ano ba yung tamang sagot dito? I never did or <laughs> Yeah, okay lang naman ko never or I have or baka nasagit na. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I have thought about that. Mm-hmm. How? How did you say? Kasi ngayon, you lead an organization, you lead a non-profit organization. So mm-hmm. how did you think before na leadership was not a suited role for you? Feeling ko because of failure. Kasi may mga failures na parang on my end, sobrang laki. To the point na isipin mo, okay, I tried being a leader, but I feel like maybe I'm not the best person for this, so baka hindi. But I think I got over that. So ngayon, you know, keep trying, keep trying, and even if you fail, okay lang. Yes, and it's okay to try, right? So for the second one, Ariza, never have I ever worked with someone that surprised me with their passion and fire for the cause. I think this one, parate siyang nangyayari. As in, nasusurprise ako na maraming beses because of the people who end up supporting our advocacy. And minsan, they're the people na hindi mo talaga may expect 
na ganun pala sila ka-intense. As in, they could start being quiet and parang reserved. But when you start giving them responsibilities and when they start parang taking leadership then parang nakikita mo talaga silang nagbo-bloom right before your eyes. So, it's so nice to see. Yes, and it's it's really nice when you mm. let people surprise you sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that's a lesson not to judge. As in, hindi ka talaga pwedeng mag-judge, especially first impressions, kasi minsan talaga people can blow you away with what they're capable of. Right. That's a great reminder. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and for the third one, never have I ever had a different NGO in mind before starting Chris. Never. <laughs> this is it, pansit. So, Chris na talaga yung una and, well, hindi ko na masasabi na huli na siya, okay? Because mm. maybe in the future, you will be able to have or build more NGOs. But I guess I just want to ask, how did the concept of Chris start? Especially, you started it. You built the organization. What inspired you to do that? Well, and I think you already heard the story before, but it really started with my parents. So, yung mom ko kasi, she's Muslim, and my dad, he's Catholic naman. So, I felt that growing up was so unique for me because you had Islam and you had Christianity. So, that's what's interesting about my parents because usually in a multi-faith family, they end up converting to one religion. But my parents decided to retain both of their religions. And they actually decided to teach their kids both religions. So I ended up growing up learning from both Islam and Christianity. And although my parents told me that, you know, when you grow up, so when you're 18 years old, you get to choose what religion you feel that you're more inclined towards and what your what your heart tells you to follow. They still taught us both and I'm still exposed to both. So from that realization, nakita ko na it's actually possible to have peace and harmony even with two religions in your household. So that's what I felt. And going outside of my house was a different experience because when I go outside my house and when I see news or when I see people talking about Islam and Christianity or seeing communities that have both Islam and Christianity, I didn't find peace or harmony. I found conflict. I found discrimination, I found stereotyping, I found biases. So, magkaiba eh, may contrast. So, there was a contrast of finding this peace in our home and then finding a different kind of reality outside. And what we really wanted to do was to bring that peace outside, was to show people that peace is possible and to work towards peace. So, I ayun. Alam mo, kahit hindi ito yung unang beses na napakinggan ko yung story na to, sobrang fascinated ako. And it's <laughs> to me. Kasi, honestly, growing up then na parang nakita natin na religions aren't supposed to be in harmony with each other. Kumbaga, kasi sinasabi na it, it's what set, it's, it is what sets you apart. And... How did you navigate through it? Ngayon na nakita mo sa mundo na there is discrimination, there are stereotypes. What made you believe na there could still be peace even in this harsh reality? Well, actually, that 
I think I started realizing that when I started doing the work that we do at Chris. Sa ginagawa kasi namin sa nonprofit organization namin, a large part of what we do is bringing kids together and teaching them about peace, teaching them that peace is possible. And one thing I realized is that kids actually have that innate capacity to see beyond religion, to see beyond skin color, to see beyond the differences that they have. So kahit magkakaiba sila ng background, you know, they 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 just play together, they just start talking to each other, they just start holding hands and pulling each other to the playground or to read books like we had in our libraries before. So coming from that, it's as if when we're kids, when we're innocent, we know that a fellow human being is a fellow human being no matter what. But when we start growing up, when we start seeing maybe some form of biases, when we start getting taught that, oh, that person is different, naiba siya, wag kang sumama dyan, or nakakatakot sila, ganyan. Or when we start seeing different things on the news or on movies, mga stereotypes, that's when I think we start you know, moving away from that point of innocence. But I think that innocence, that capacity to connect to anyone, no matter their background, is innate in all of us. And that's what keeps me believing that peace is possible. Listeners, may tanong ako sa inyo. Do you advocate ba for women empowerment? I mean, the mere fact na nandito kayo ngayon at nakikinig sa kwentuwang Pilipina, I am sure that you advocate for it in your own ways. Kaya ay pinapakilala ko sa inyo ngayon ang <laughs> Hiraya Pilipina! So, ang Hiraya Pilipina is itong advocacy brand and they offer empowering statement t-shirts, statement tote bags, and statement abaka masks. Gusto niyo ba ng example? Ito ang nakalagay sa ilang statement tote bag. <clears throat> There is so much beauty in slow growth. Oh my God. <laughs> meron pa, meron pa. To the person reading this, you will go places and everything will be worth it. Love your future self. Oh, diba? They are not only your ordinary tote bags, but they carry a meaning for only 299 pesos each. Sobrang worth it. So you should order now at shopee.ph slash Hiraya Pilipina. Yes, nasa Shopee ang Hiraya Pilipina. Or you can also follow them at Hiraya Pilipina on Facebook and Instagram. I will put the links in the description box down below. Naalala ko yung sinabi sa akin ng grade 8 teacher namin before nung tinuturuan niya kami about politics since yun na yun eh, nagsistart kumbaga magbukas yung isip namin nung grade 8. And sabi yes. ng teacher namin, alam nyo mas nakakatuwa na turuan kayong mga bata habang mga bata pa kayo. Kasi yes. pag mas tumanda na kayo, mas nagiging sarado na yung isip nyo kasi nag, nagsistick na kayo doon sa mm. or doon sa beliefs na meron at meron kayo. And It's really great, no? Na parang iniisip natin na we are actually not born with these beliefs or with these stereotypes. We are just actually taught by society. Yes. Yes. Ah. <laughs> so, what does Chris stand for? Can you tell us about it? Okay. So, Chris actually stands for Christiano Islam. Because we started in 2008 by building libraries called Christiano Islam or Chris 
Peace Library. So, yung library sa to, ginawa namin siya sa mga areas na may both Christians and Muslims. And we wanted this to be a space where kids of different religions can come together and read together and learn together. And we don't have these libraries anymore today, but the spirit of that library is still here. So, we still have virtual spaces where we want people to come together and we still have so many programs where we teach about peace but another meaning behind chris actually is yung chris is a sword ng ano eh, na indigenous to certain areas in mindanao so ang alam ko southern mindanao ginagamit siya ng mga different tribes like say tausog tribe the tribe of my mom meron silang sword na parang small dagger siya na medyo wavy so, Chris yung tawag doon. And makikita mo siya in mainstream um, pop culture ngayon. Siya yung sword na ginagamit ni Alexandra Trece. Ooh. So, it's a very Pinoy and Southeast Asia thing. So, it's actually called a Chris. Pero parang ang ginawa namin is nirepurpose namin yung pangalan na yun kasi it used to be a symbol of violence. Just now, we're using it as a force for peace. Yeah, I love that. We're <laughs> able to learn that symbol of... Um, yung sinabi mo nga, nakabaliktaran ng peace. And, yeah. oh my God, okay, that is amazing. Now, Ariza, I want to ask, what is the best part? What is the best part in leading a non-profit organization? Because I think it is very different from having a for-profit organization or from having a business, right? Yes, yes. Yes, it's different and it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most difficult part about it is the sustainability. Because when you're relying on donations, when you're relying on grants that other organizations give you, when you're technically not making your own money, it gets quite difficult to sustain all your programs, all the people who are invested in your organization, your employees, your team members, and of course, all the people that you're trying to help. So lahat na mga partners and beneficiaries in sa communities. But I think the best part is, well, for me, I think the challenge the challenge of that must such a challenge ako, I think to be a better person and a better leader because of the challenges that you have in running a nonprofit organization and i think wala ang hindi hindi mahirap gumising with that purpose in mind eh. na kahit ganun kalaki yung challenge you wake up and say i need to do this because we have this reality. I need to do this because there are communities that still experience conflict. I need to do this because there are so many people who still believe that Islam is a religion of violence daw or that yung ibang tao ganito, yung mga tribes ganito, yung mga tao hindi makakasundo. So seeing all these realities around you really push you to work with purpose. And so for me, it's really been easy working with Chris because nakikita mo sa paligid mo yung problema araw-araw eh. And in fact, mas mahirap pa nga ignoring it and not doing anything about it than actually doing something about it and being able to say na, okay, nakikita ko yung problema na to, pero meron akong ginagawa about it and I'm sure na little by little magkakaroon din ng change. Ang ganda nung sinabi mo na hindi mahirap gumising sa umaga when you have that purpose in mind. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with Greece. And ang ironic, actually, nung sagot mo, because uh, when I asked what is the best part in leading an NGO, you answered that the challenge itself is yeah. the best part. That is amazing. May I ask, Ariza, what are some of the challenges 
what are some of the main challenges you had when leading an NGO? Madame. So I think one thing I already mentioned is the funding because yun nga eh, hindi mahira, hindi madali maghanap ng pera to support a non-profit organization. Siyempre, people are very willing to buy things that they need and there are a lot of companies, you know, for-profit companies that are able to have really big business, profitable businesses. But when you're an NGO, you're technically selling something that people don't see that they need. So peace isn't something like food or clothing. Peace isn't something like, um, you know, when I'm selling a certain item that many people want, like makeup or like shelter or like a place to stay. So um, yung produkto na binabenta ko ay hindi directly makaka-benefit sa'yo. Pero sa tingin ko pa rin na kailangan mo pa rin bilhin or supportahan to kasi ito ay makaka-benefit sa Mga, maraming mga tao and for years to come. So, yun yung challenge, I think, getting people's support for the funding. But we've been able to find solutions for that recently. So, mas marami na kaming fundraising na ginagawa. Mas marami na kaming partners who are able to give us grants or give us support. And then, I think another big challenge that I face is the criticism I think. Because I think doing the work that we do, you get a lot of criticism, especially from people who say that, oh, you're being too idealistic or parang, you're so naive na sa tingin mo magiging reality ang peace sa ating lifetime. Forever naman may conflict, forever naman may war. Or from people who say, like especially when I was much younger, na you're too young to lead. Or, bakit ka start ng non-profit organization? Wala ka namang alam about that topic. It's not like you have a PhD in that. Baka kailangan mo pang bumalik sa school to learn more about it. Or, even my own parents who say na, alam mo, graduate ka na ngayon. Baka gusto mong mag-focus sa actual work actual work and not, you know, in running an NGO. Parang sayang naman yung oras mo dyan. So, yun, all that criticism and all that doubt, I think in previous years, I really let them get me down to the point na nababurn out ako and I just want to stop. But I think in more recent years, I've tried to use it as a fuel to say that even though you criticize me like that, I'm going to maybe not answer you verbally, but I'll prove to you that I can actually do what you don't think I can do. Yeah. So, ayun. <laughs> into power. I just want yes. to assure you that. Oh my God. Okay, so was it easy choosing the non-profit organization part for you? Hi there, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Rise Up with Janina Chan, where we rise up together every chance we get and have fun while we're at it. Check it out after listening to this and see you there. It's definitely not. I've really had to rearrange my life around this. And some people have even called me parang selfish, you know, for choosing a path that, say, might not financially benefit my family or might not be, you know, Parang the usual path. But I tried to, you know, run Chris na full-time. As in, ito lang yung full-time na trabaho ko. But then I realized that if we ever had funding, it would be best served to use for our projects and to get other people to join our team. So I'm currently, I, I've never been... I've never received a salary from Chris. So I've been a volunteer since 2008, since I've been working on Chris. So ngayon, I'm actually running a business. 
So I have a digital marketing agency and I decided to do a business instead of having a full-time job because I know that I'll have the flexibility to be able to work on the nonprofit and at the same time, at least have a source of income that I can use to support myself and my family. So, hindi rin ako aasa sa Chris for my own financial stability. Pero yun nga, it, it was hard because I had to rearrange the rest of my life to fit this NGO. And in my case nga, hindi pa ako ganun ka-intense because I know some people who really go full-time on their NGO and who really parang stake their life there. Very yeah, I tried I'm trying to do a different path because I also enjoy what I do in my quote unquote day job. Oh cute. I mean <laughs> <laughs> that's a great balance. I think that's a great choice which you made. I mean talagang na balance mo na sabi mo nga para hindi ka na makaasa lang dito sa non-profit organization mo for yourself. And I think that's a great choice. You made a great choice. And actually, Ariza, this kwentuhang Pilipina. I just want to make kwento na rin since we're so long. <laughs> Pilipina. I started this uh, first as a podcast because we have a... I run also a business called Hiraya Pilipina. It is an advocacy brand and we create empowering statement shirts, totes, abaka masks, and the like. And then I started going to Pilipina and I wanted to actually develop it to also become a non-profit organization. Mm-hmm. Parang ka-mirror niya yung Hiraya Pilipina na isang business. And then going to yes. Pilipina rin yung parang yes. non-profit organization. But I'm actually having a hard time where to start. Kasi pagdating sa business, ang dami mo search sa Google na parang... Yes. Mas, yeah. ano, mas practical na. I mean, like sa panahon ngayon, yes. mag-build ng isang for-profit organization or ng isang business kaysa sa isang NGO. So, um, I guess, what is your advice for a beginner like me or for those who also aspire to have their yes. own non-profit organizations? Okay. So, I think my my biggest advice would be to make a plan to fund the organization. Because I think yun yung, that was the biggest problem that we had for so many years. And recently, lang talaga namin na figure out kung paano siya gagawin. So, usually... Sorry? Can you share on how you're able to yes. resolve that? <laughs> yes. So, usually, nonprofit organizations have funding either from corporations that support them or they apply for grants uh, that they get from other NGOs, usually big international NGOs like the European Commission, the USAID, ganon. so nag-a-apply sila ng grants. Um, so, that's a route that you take when you're more established now. But what do you do in the meantime that you're only starting? So really, you have to do your own fundraising and you have to be as creative as possible about it. So marami na kaming nagawa in the past. We've done like meals or dinners where we invite people to eat and then yung, parang yung meal nila, it comes with a big cost because it's also a donation. Mm-hmm. And then meron na din kaming mga events before where we sold shirts, we sold different kinds of merchandise, we sold we partnered with other organizations selling merchandise and then part of their profits go to us. Okay. And then we've also gone 
a more creative route na doesn't involve money but involves like X deals. So for instance, one of our projects right now is raising funds for tablets para ipapadala sa mga students na walang tablets for school. So what we do is we don't ask for money but we do ask for secondhand tablets from different people and then we've also partnered with PLDT Smart Foundation and then they gave us tablets and we also partner with other people that we have a deal with like Konwari you give us this and then in exchange we'll promote you or we'll provide resource persons to this event that you're having so you just have to be as creative about it as possible and I think one way to really get people to support you from small to big ways so from small ways like crowdfunding to big ways like applying for grants is to have a really good story to say that okay this organization is about this this started because of this this is our project we've been able to reach x amount of people we want to reach x amount more of people and we're the best at what we do because this this and this so it has to be a good story and i think The best kinds of stories are always personal. That's why I try to share the story of Chris always from my personal perspective. And I ask members of my team to do the same because people like stories about other people. Mm-hmm. So we want the story of Chris to be as personal and as human as possible. And I think if you have a better shot of getting people to support you. I love it. I think stories are really powerful especially kahit hindi lang sa business part, even in this non-profit organization part, and everything you said is duly noted. Oh my God, I am learning a lot. And for sure, our listeners who would also like to, aspi- who are also aspiring to have or to start their own organizations will also be inspired by our kwentuhan today. So, Ariza, as the president, you're the president of... Yes. Right? Chris, so, yes. Um, what do you think are the non-negotiable characteristics of being a president of an NGO? Hello, my friend. Life is quite the journey, and we're all so different, yet so alike in our humanity. Hi, I'm Juliana Papo, and I believe that we have this need to nourish our mind, body, and spirit together on this journey called life for us to keep going, for us to better ourselves, and for us to get closer to fulfillment, to happiness, one step at a time. Join me as I share stories of inspiration, life realizations, and nuggets of wisdom from my journey and the journey of others I encounter. Okay, so the first one that I thought of was humility. Because even when you're, say, the leader of an organization, you have to be willing to be a student and a follower. I think maraming times na we let our ego take over our decisions and it's never a good thing. Pag iniisip natin na ako yung magaling dito or ako yung matalino dito or ako yung experience dito, I think with humility, nakikita mo na mas may capability yung mga tao around you to make your own to make their own decisions, to know what's best for whatever challenges they're facing. And I think 
in order to have humility, you need to be willing to listen to what everybody is going through and to see how best you can help them and how best you can approach them and parang nurture them so that they can they can fulfill their responsibilities and also somehow realize their potential. So my improvement and my growth in sana. So humility is definitely one. And I think sometimes na pumapasok din siya when we're trying to compete. So, syempre, hindi naman nawawala yan, di ba? Na kami as an organization, when we find similar organizations around us, we end up comparing na bakit sila may ganito or parang kami, mas okay kami, ganun-ganun. But I think it's also important to be humble enough to actually learn from them and to see what things they're doing better at and adopt it for ourselves and to also share what we have and what we know and give them the chance to learn from that as well. So, yun, humility. Right now, at least, mas evident na yung collaborations, no? Talagang mas, ano na siya, mas lumalamang na siya instead of competition, napapalitan na siya ng collaborations. So, I think that's yeah. a better approach, kumbaga, yes. how you see your quote-unquote, competitors. <laughs> yes. Okay, so do you have any other non-negotiables that you want to share? I think uh, one other negoti- non-negotiable is self-care and self-love. Mm-hmm. So I told you earlier that I like challenges and I think that chasing after challenges, you know, trying to fulfill dreams that are quite ambitious, I like doing that. Pero ang dami na kasing time sa past na nababurn out ako at napapagod ako at kahit yung physical and mental health ko naapektuhan. So recently, I've tried to tell myself that I have to be kinder to myself. Na pagpagod ako, I should rest. Pag feeling ko too much na, I can say no. Pag um, sa tingin ko na I'm working to, on too many things at the same time, I have to learn to just focus on a few things and to let go of some and to say, that's okay. It's okay. I'm not superwoman. I'm only human and yeah. I need to rest. So, yun. I think sa culture, sa marami kasing work culture, not just in the Philippines, but also abroad, sobrang toxic minsan na you really need to be as yeah, you really need to be as productive as possible. You need to be as fast as possible. And parang dapat, kahit hindi ka pa 30, madami ka nang na-achieve. Dapat may ganito ka na. Dapat may ganyan ka na. So, I, I don't like that. And I wish I could tell more young leaders today na, yun nga, that if you're treating life as a sprint, yung sobrang bilis, like you'll really end up burning out and getting tired really fast but when you treat life like a marathon and you have even breaks along the way then you'll be able to go further and you'll be able to work for a longer period of time and i think it will be it's a more sustainable way to get to where you want to be yeah that is such a great reminder and i think there's also so much beauty and slow growth yes Oh my God. Ariza, I really enjoyed our Quintuan today, but we're now down to our last question. I think it's also a way for you to encourage our listeners to support Chris. So can you tell us how has Chris impacted the community so far and what can the audience do to support Chris? Okay, thank you. So 
Marami kaming ginagawa ngayon, but our primary project right now is to build the capacities of young leaders to prevent violent extremism and to promote peace. So we basically train young leaders on what is conflict, what is peace, what are the solutions towards peace, how we can all work together to achieve peace in our own communities. And with that project, in the past months, we've been able to train 500 young leaders across the Philippines. And dun sa mga young leaders, we selected some groups from those leaders to receive grants of 30,000 pesos to kickstart their own ideas for peace. So, sa ngayon, we're running 15 projects under that, through that program, which is called Extremely Together Philippines. So, it's part of the Extremely Together global movement that's uh, working to promote peace worldwide among young people. So, other than that, we also have different projects like uh, what I mentioned earlier. We're raising funds to provide tablets to students in need. So this is a project called EduIkaw. And we also run a series of different events on our social media. We have webinars about peace. We have short training programs on project management and peace education. And we have a lot of partnerships with other organizations who are also promoting peace. So if anybody wants to be part of all of these exciting activities, they can simply follow Chris on social media. I think our URL is facebook.com slash Chris for peace. So that's K-R-I-S for peace, F-O-R peace. And they can also follow our other social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter. So you can search for at Chris for peace. Okay. And we will also be putting the links down below in the description. So if you just want to click it and you'll be headed to their social media accounts, of course. Yay. <laughs> Yay, Ariza, thank you <laughs> so much for this Quintuhan. What stayed with me in my Quintuhan with Ariza is what she says about her personal story. She says that stories like that are what connects her with other people. So, as much as possible, tell your story to the world, right? And I think hindi naman yung isa sa mga pangunahing dahilan kung bakit namin sinimulan ang kwentuhang Pilipina. It is really to cultivate a safe space wherein stories like Ariza's will be heard. Please join us on our Facebook group, Kwentuhang Pilipina Community, at doon natin ituloy ang kwentuhan. And you'll also get the chance to meet like-minded Filipinos if you join our Facebook group. So once again, it is Kwentuhang Pilipina Community on Facebook. This has been your Sunshine Cleo, and I will be back for more Kwentuhan next Monday. Do not forget to follow us here on Spotify so you wouldn't miss out <laughs> on any episode. Bye! The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.